0: Sing Glory! <laughs> Episode 30, part two, with Puno Dostras coming through. So at this point, I assume you've had a right earful of all that this versatile woman has done, is doing, has planned. If not, then why are you here? You don't just skip to the end of a book or Google how the movie ends. Anyway, a term I picked up during the editing of this ep and have been using an obnoxious amount since, has been hustle porn. And if in true Monday fashion you're already feeling overwhelmed, you feel this describes your day-to-day down to a T, then let me leave you with this. You have permission to step away from it, and know that you are entirely worthy of that. Puno reminded me of this, and is doing so for many. This is Slashy This Way, Part 2, with Puno Dostress. A quick heads up, we're dealing with an overseas conversation here, so the audio may reflect this, coming to you from Los Angeles, California, and Amsterdam, the Netherlands. So it was the acting class, boom, you kind of figured out like what the safety net was that you reverted back to, and connecting with that, is there a way that you've realized that moving forwards from this that you connect differently to people? or how you operate a team, or how you operate within a team?
1: Oh, yeah. I think that, um, well, one, it really helped me to, like, think about behavior more, and pay attention to, like, just listen better. I think that, like, I'm not, I'm still, like, practicing that, and, Um, But like I I definitely pay attention to like lots of the little nuances and um, even like we did this exercise when I was like the exercise is basically you, you stand across from someone else and then you ask them a question about them like do you like your parents and then they repeat the question back do I like my parents but they have to say it in a way that they're answering the question. And then after that you like will you'll, you'll say what you saw. So I would say, Oh, when you said it, you kinda rocked back and forth and your eyes raised and you had like a slight like sigh and your eyes are a little like relaxed. So I, I kind of feel like you you like your parents. That's, and, and it's just, like, a really cool way to just dissect everything <laughs> that someone's doing. So I feel like I'm just, like, getting – I don't do that, like, when anybody on my team talks. And I'm
0: like, oh. <laughs> So-and-so <laughs> like, did this. We, <laughs>
1: yeah. We cannot get through a meeting. <laughs> um, but I, I'm just, like, paying attention to that more. And then I think the other thing, too, is um, being a student, again, has been really eye-opening for me. Because I'm, I feel like I'm trying, I don't want to be, like, inspo, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not super inspo. But, um, and I, like, I, like I, I'm all about, like, let's learn the tools, da-da-da-da-da. But I forget how naturally it comes to me now. And I forget, like, all of the mind stuff that happens. And so, um, it's just, it was, like, a really good kick in the butt about, like, oh, you know, not this course doesn't just have to be about action. And it doesn't have to be woo-woo either, but, like, you know, validate that people are feeling this way and make them not feel alone because it's an online course and you're just already on the, you know, from the start alone. (laughs) So, like, we have to, like, circumvent that somehow. And um, I think that, like, that's just helped me brainstorm different things that can make our course that's already great even more impactful and and not just like a lesson about squarespace but just like in general about like learning
0: you know yeah it's like how do you cater towards people but also encompass the full human experience and allow people to step into their human experience yeah i mean okay And then there's also, you recently had the chance to mentor someone as well. You're seeing like these younger generations and how they're approaching their education. And, but also on a broader spectrum, like knowing their purpose. Like there's less stigma and guilt these days around the ownership of like going after what one wants, but there's also like a lot more resources. And Mm -hmm. where, where do you find that you were needed as a mentor? And how, do you feel like there was a balance almost? Did you take anything away from being the mentor? Like, you felt like you had the chance to be mentored?
1: Well, okay, so I'm going to start with this because I, I think I dropped the ball. Well, I don't really know. To be honest, that program was a little weird. And I, like, we have these check-ins, but, like, a lot of it is reliant on that person. Um getting back to you on things. And so I don't, I need to check up on it, but I also said I wasn't going to be a babysitter. So I think that's like a tough part that I know is, is such a big part of even just like my Squarespace course, like accountability and like just putting the hours in, like, I don't know how to teach that. <laughs> it's like, I do and I don't want to like so far I'm just like, ah, like I feel like I'm just nagging. Like I just feel like a big nagger and I like, there's gotta be a better way to do this besides that. So there's that. Um, I like, love the idea of being a mentor, but being a babysitter is not what I want to sign up for. So, but to answer your question, (laughs) um, I, I think that like for my sisters, for example, um, they're both really smart and really funny and I think they're going to be fine when whatever they do, like really, I, I really believe that. I guess like, I just, I don't know. I think it's like, I just want to be curious with them. Like I want them to know that the things that they're excited about are cool to be excited about. And like, there's so many different avenues that you can dive into if you are excited about something. And like, that's like kind of the biggest thing that I wish that I, or at least that I hope that they can kind of like just do for the rest of their life is just like keep exploring and keep like asking questions and keep being interested in things because I feel like then that will make you more accountable. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really know. I mean like just sharing, I've done a couple of high school talks before and I feel like one of the big things that people are always so surprised about with me is how self taught I am and how, um, how, like, I kind of just navigate and, like, do and build my own lifestyle. Um, and, I, w- like, I and I want to help explain how I do that better. Because from the outset, it just looks like magic. And, I, again, it's not. But, like, I just want people to know that that is, like, a legitimate option to to do this, but also not like make them, um, just, I don't know. Like, for example, like I don't want people to be so, I guess like so much there. I don't want people to have so much pressure that they have to be full passion all the time. It's like, that's what I felt like. And I was just like, not bringing home the bills because of that. That's not the reality. You gotta like, you have to make money. (laughs) you cannot not make money. But like, so, you know, it's just like, okay, how do you, then how do you think about money in a healthy way? And how do you think about like making money and what you're doing in a better way, in a more strategic way, a more straightforward way? Because that's the, those are the kinds of things that stop you and like burn you out and emotionally drain you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm like, I, I guess maybe anybody who turns 35 feels this way, but like, you know, we just got here. Like I just got here. <laughs> I just turned 35. So I'm like, yeah, I get it. I've got experiences, but I still don't know how to explain it. And I don't, I don't know how, uh, I, but I'm working on that. And maybe like when I'm older, it'll just be very, it'll just be a lot easier for me to like Help someone who's in high school or who's younger, or even like my own peers, on like how how it actually happened, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, but I don't I don't feel like I'm there yet because I think it's a lot of mind stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Lacey Phillips from To Be Magnetic, and she has her podcast expanded, and that touches on manifestation but it's like there's not spiritually bypassing there is a formula to it and it's just working with energetics like you set your worth you set your value you put that out there energetically and you're going to get back what you've set your value to be and then also you have to do like the real life work um, take realistic steps and I'm hearing you and it's like you don't want to handhold but It's you want to be a support in some way and show that what you went through, the hustle and going into this girl boss rally and doing your talk. It's like you're still a student and I feel like we're all we're we're never we're never a guru of any kind. We're always going to be learning right now where you are at. How are you going to go into this girl boss rally? What do you actually what pointers do you want to touch on?
1: Yeah, oh, I, I just want people to understand what a lifestyle business is because no one talks about it. Like right now it's all like hustle porn and I mean I, I like came into this world like from the startup world so I just got inundated with like venture capitalism like Growth and scaling and um, and all of those things and all of those things are good. It's not that they're not good. It's just that uh, it's not the only way. It's not the only option. And um, and and like, don't rush because you're gonna burn out again. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like the whole like my big thing is like why you you are leaving whatever you are doing. And you're doing a side hustle because you want change. So just be, like, so respectful of what that thing is that you don't want to do anymore. And, like, I I was, like, I, I was, like, almost paranoid of being burnt out again. Yeah. So, like, instead of, like, instead of just waiting until I get burnt out again and then have to do it, it was more, like, I just have to constantly check in with myself and just be like okay. So that's like the big thing that I need people to feel that they have permission to do, that they have permission to not rush. They have permission to like play and be a slashy and like explore other things that might not seem so um related and like just just not like have such high expectations for something that you have no idea how to predict. (laughs) Like, like, like it took, and I, I show my numbers. Like I show how long it took me to make certain amount of money. And I show, um, the time, like how long it took to like create a freelance business that I, that worked with my lifestyle. And I talk about like, you know, the time, not necessarily management, but just like the time, how I, how I look at time and how I think about time. And I, and I just like, I'm just overall just not putting a lot of pressure on myself. And I, and I feel like that is, nobody talks about that. Like, it's always like, no, work harder. Wake, wake up at 4am, like, bra bra And I'm just, I don't know. I don't even want the Lamborghini. I mean, I, yeah, I, everybody wants money. Who doesn't want money? Like we all want money, but like, what else do you want? Like just assume that, yeah, okay, that's a given. We want money. So let okay, let's think about everything else. <laughs> How do you want your day to look? What emotional things do you not want to deal with anymore? Like, do you want to make your own decisions? Do you not want to make your own decisions? How can you figure out if you do like, there's just so many other things that you can figure out first before having to deal with making enough money to buy a Lamborghini if that's what you want. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that's like, I think that the other thing too, which I don't talk about cause there's only an hour, but like, I, I really want to talk about like ego and how a lot of people, especially for me, like, Certain, certain opportunities looked really good because of my ego and, like, because I thought, oh, that would look better or, oh, that, like, that would be a good exit for me, like, for Made with Maps specifically. Um, I thought it would be better to, like, if we got acquired, it would just seem like, a, like we did this all for a reason. But really the acquisition at the end of the day was going to have to, like, take something away from my day. So there's just, like, a lot of things that I, I just want to, like, help people understand that that it just because you're trying to do something new, just because, like, you're trying to make money another way doesn't mean, like, you have to kill yourself again to, like, get
0: there. You're yeah. reframing the way we live and how how does money, how does... How does that fit into living? And like, how do we relate to the the finance side of things? But it's not all encompassing. And I'd love to know what brands you're seeing that are embodying this and embody what you're speaking to and want to relate relate to people. Oof, that's
1: a good question. Um, Hmm. Um, man, I feel like there's lots of things about what lots of different brands are doing that I love. Um, like for example, Noto Botanics, which is like a really good friend of mine now, but, um, I just, like, know her personally, and her brand is her in every way. Yeah. Even, like, the messiness of it, it is, like, it's still her.
0: <laughs> you just see and her think, person translated into it.
1: Yeah. And um, she's a really great business owner, and she's um, she's just, like, she cares a lot about very specific issues with um, – just like queerness and how that how that looks in wellness, like it's just you don't really see a lot of that. Like the wellness world looks a very specific way. Yeah, and so she wants to like break that, and because she 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 loves wellness, and she's you know she went through some stuff too, and so um, yeah, I just really like that she's defying stereotypes. And then my friend Chelsea is. Like, she has this agency called Matt Black. And um, if there's someone who I'm like, man, you, like, know how to build a team and, like, have real culture, it's her. She's just so freaking... She's the best boss ever. Everybody who's ever worked with her is like, damn, best boss ever. (laughs) It's not going to get any better than (laughs) this. Which is so true. Like, she's just pretty incredible and and like is very uh like protective of it so that's pretty cool again any anytime like someone you know messes with her team even if it's an internal thing she nips it in the butt like real quick because she's like no you're not gonna break down you know this this is very important to how how she wants to run her business too, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um and then like I just so I have just so many good friends that have like the way that they run their business is just really interesting to me and like yeah I could go off.
0: Yeah you can (laughs) look at encyclopedia.
1: (laughs) This is Puno Dos Trace and this is guts and glory signing off.
0: This was Slashy This Way with Puno Dostras. Refer to the show notes to further get to know our guest. Share your thoughts and show us some love by subscribing or again, touch to be featured on the podcast. Released every other Monday, thanks for lending us an ear. Passing on the mic.